the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. As you all know, the Fern Hollow Bridge has fallen. Long live the Fern Hollow Bridge. Up until this morning, to be honest, I mean, I've crossed that bridge 10,000 times plus. I did not know that that was the name of the bridge. I never knew there was a Fern Hollow. We knew there was a Panther Hollow. Right. I'm sure there are many hollows, but I thought the Panther one was the only Fern one that we've hollow. named. Yeah, we used to call it the uh, Hot Dog Hollow because that's where the dog park is, the hot dog park. Uh, okay. Down, in, down sure. below there. But in Frick Park, I mean, if, if you're, you know, you know the East End, if you live in the East End, if you've traveled the East End, that bridge that fell this morning at 640 or so. You've been on it hundreds of times. Oh, my gosh. Ridden hundreds bicycles, walked across it, yep. you know, carried babies across. Taking your across. dog across it. Yep. I took a, um, a whole, like, 30 uh, high school girls across it once. I mean, we've all, we've all, I mean, yeah. look what's. Because of where it is. Right? You want to stand there and sort of touch the treetops. That was a high, high, high bridge. And um, it's right, you know, you're coming into, if you're coming from Squirrel Hill, you're coming right into the light at South Braddock. Right. And so Slow oftentimes down. you're sitting on, you know, yeah. you've been sitting on it. It's not, anyway. Yeah. When it came down today, I was just, I was shaken by it. Really? I really was. Because oh, of your proximity in your well, life to well, it. Well, yeah. I think just because we have so many bridges here. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that you take for granted that you're going to go across one and it's going to you know stay where it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, holy smoke. Here, I'm old enough to remember the bridge being built. I remember the old bridge. So there was a bridge there before? Oh, yeah. There's been a bridge there forever and ever and ever. Huh. Okay. I mean, in, so this new bridge, the Fern Hollow that fell today, a steel span, you know, was considered, you know, the bridge of the future, 1970 or so, that bridge. I mean, heck, yeah. Uh, that, there's been a bridge in that in that end of town, I'm sure, easily for 100 years or more. There is so much to be thankful for oh, surrounding that. I, I, it's like I can't even think of all the things. There was no one underneath it. No. It was a snow day. There weren't many people on it. Mm -mm. It was really early. That bus only had two passengers. And people didn't get hurt badly. I I can't get over. How could that? When you look at the photographs, isn't it shocking to imagine that no one was seriously injured? A hundred percent. Oh, my gosh. And the massive gas pouring out after the fact. Right. That sounded like, you know, rushing waters. We've got a friend who lives right over in that neighborhood. And I texted her and she said, that's what I heard. The the rush of natural gas. Can you imagine what that would have been like? What so, if yeah. there was a spark with one of the... I mean, just look at what I... <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, so uh, to all the local coverage of it, uh, that, that was well done, yep. right? Sure. It, and now you see uh, social media with Twitter and whatnot, people... Mm-hmm. And to see the lieutenant governor out there walking around with his shorts on. What was that about? <laughs> John Fetterman. He looked homeless. Uh, 
He doesn't own a pair of pants, apparently. I don't know what was going on. He's on live TV with the shorts. You know how I feel about guys who wear shorts in cold weather. You know that you know. I'm telling you, I was just at Giant Eagle the other night, and there were like three guys, and I thought, really. Is that just a statement? It's it's just it's not about whether they're hot or cold. It's this. It's it's a statement, right? Right. That's Mm -hmm. all. Anyway, it's trying hard. So thank God, right? Thank God for the blessings of safety in what could have been a massive, massive tragedy here in uh, Pittsburgh, the city of Pittsburgh, the Fern Hollow Bridge. So, Kath, as we always do, we get underway with the show, whether it's Friday or not, Mm -hmm. and you give us the top news stories of the day. So, without further ado, please, the top four at four. For Friday, January 28th, 2022, you may have heard by now that at least 10 people were injured this morning when a bridge carrying Forbes Avenue over the uh, never before really understood the name of Fern Hollow Creek in Pittsburgh's Brick Park collapsed, sending a uh, pat bus and several other vehicles into a ravine below. Three of those injured taken to UPMC Presbyterian by ambulance. None of the injuries appeared to be life-threatening. A fourth adult later received at UPMC Shadyside, all in fair condition. According to the trip, John, the bridge was last inspected in September, but built, as you said, in 1970. The 447-foot-long span is rated in poor condition, and much worse now, actually, at this exact moment, and restricted to vehicles of up to 26 tons, according to PennDOT records. Port Authority did not immediately respond, according to the trip, with questions about the weight of the bus. The bridge is used by about 14,500 vehicles a day on average. Five vehicles and a bus were on the bridge when it collapsed at 6.39 a.m. Everyone who has been trapped was rescued. Rescue, tr- rescue crews, who we haven't talked about, had to repel 100 to 150 feet down. And then they daisy-chained people up with just their hands, grabbing people, pulling them up. Bus drivers, people in their cars. I mean, holy cow. I mean, what? talk about heroes who just jump in mm-hmm. on a morning like yeah. that. Number two, President Joe Biden surveyed damage at the site of the bridge collapse this afternoon in the first of two stops planned in the city. I'm still reading here from the Trib. Uh, Biden was planning to go next to Carnegie Mellon University's Mill 19 Research and Development Center in Hazelwood. The trip was meant to tout the recently passed $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, but of course took on added significance in the wake of the bridge collapse. At the site, Biden was joined by a host of state and local officials, including the new Pittsburgh mayor, Ed Ganey, Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald, Governor Tom Wolf, and U.S. Senator Bob Casey. Biden told officials and first responders at the scene, John, that he had been coming to Pittsburgh for a long time, but, quote, I didn't realize there are literally more bridges in Pittsburgh than anywhere else in the world. He said, we're going to fix them all. No joke. All right, good. Go for it. Number three. Winter storm watches and warnings have been issued for a large stretch of the U.S. East Coast ahead of a powerful nor'easter set to hit in the coming hours. The coastal region extending from eastern Maryland through Maine is forecast to see the most snowfall with one to two feet of snow or more possible in parts of New England. According to CBS News, it could be the largest nor'easter in years and is expected to hit Friday night through Saturday. Numerous hazards are likely from heavy snow. Uh, Parts of New Jersey also, Maine, Massachusetts, and Maryland are under blizzard warnings, which means severe winter weather expected in the next 12 to 36 hours. People are urged not to travel. And more than 1,000 flights canceled (laughs) between today and tomorrow. Number four, closing with weird animal news. Who doesn't like a weird animal story? It's not really that weird. But I'm happy to tell you that the Biden White House announced today that a gray cat named Willow has joined the first family more than a year after the plucky 
farm feline from Pennsylvania caught the eye of First Lady Jill Biden when she was on the stump. Really? Mm-hmm, campaigning for her hub. So you can summon a cat to the White House. I, I guess you can if the really? cat jumps up and decides to make herself known. Hmm. According to the New York Times today, Willow made quite an impression on Dr. Biden when she jumped up on the stage and interrupted her remarks at a campaign stop. Willow is named after the First Lady's hometown, Willow Grove, PA. Willow Grove, as they pronounce it out mm. there. And this week, the short hair tabby with jade green eyes formally moved into the White House just over a month after the Bidens revealed they have an added Commander, a German shepherd puppy, to the mix. Now, there is apparently, John, some concern about hostility between the cat and Major, the family's other German shepherd. Well Do you placed. remember the one who was biting? He was nipping. Did you know that he was sent away? I did. Okay. He's been sent away. Bankers. He's now happier, apparently, in a quieter environment, living with friends of the family. Anyway, a set of photos released by the White House show Willow adapting to her new surroundings, sprawling on a couch and taking in a view of the Washington Monument, which I think is nice. Uh, The last feline to live in the White House was India, a black cat who belonged to to G.W. Bush and his wife, Laura. And that is your top four at four. Fabulous. What about socks? Remember socks? Socks belonged to the Clintons. Oh, yeah, sure. And Socks mm-hmm. showed up at, in the uh, briefing room, because I remember Socks on top of the, the podium. podium. Yeah, a bit of a cat celebrity. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to this. Presidential cats go back at least to the Lincoln era when Abraham's – Abraham, why can't I talk today? Abraham Lincoln's Secretary of State, William Seward, gave him two cats, Tabby and Dixie. Lincoln, historians have said, once remarked that Dixie was smarter than his entire cabinet. Mm, that's kind of harsh. Well, that was before that they had litter boxes or anything like that. So what was that like? Well, I, I wonder when litter boxes were invented. I don't know. I'd say it's a fairly recent invention. Uh, you can't imagine the Lincoln White House having kitty litter. Probably not. Right? Yeah. But the cats would just go in and out and t- you know take care of things. Or just go in. I, I don't know. Cats, I'm looking it up. Cats do what they want to do. You know that. Very exciting to be talking about the history of kitty litter on today's live. <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick break. When we do come back, we'll our do something monthly better guest, than that. Andy Masick, will join us from the center, Senator John Hines History Center. But innovation here in the city. WORD. Hey, I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Andy Andrews uncovers the true nature of worry. They'll say, you know, I can't focus. And I say, do you have a a challenge with worry? And they say, absolutely. And then I'll always answer, well, then focus is not your problem. Because you're focusing on something, you're just focusing on the wrong thing. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. 
Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement, all with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always. At MGRCPA.com. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towel. Towels. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. But right now, MyPillow.com promo code is WORD. One of my favorite parts of the month, John, talking to Andy Masick. Oh, yeah. Always interesting. Yeah, because I feel like I grew up here in the city of Pittsburgh. When Andy's on the air, I realize I know nothing about the city I'm from. Really. Yeah. I wonder, I don't want to stump him, if he has any insight on uh, the history of the Fern Hollow Bridge. Oh, okay. We can ask him that today, right. even though we weren't planning on it. Andy yeah. Masick with us, president and CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center in association with the Smithsonian Institution. Andy, welcome back. Hey, it's good to be with you. Always a pleasure, Andy. So um, uh, there's a lot going on at the uh, Senator John Hines History Center. And uh, coming up, I think, is it uh, just in a couple of days, the beginning of Black History Month, you're going to spotlight Martin Delaney, yeah? Yeah, you know, Martin Delaney is an amazing character, uh, and yet his name is not as well known as many other uh, 19th century African-American leaders like Frederick Douglass. Uh, But Martin Delaney was a Pittsburgher, and he went to uh, Harvard Medical uh, school, and uh, we're talking about the 1840s now. Uh, but he and two other African American men were uh, expelled from Harvard uh, because of uh, white students who petitioned against them. Uh, Delaney came back to Pittsburgh and helped fight the cholera epidemic of 1854. When many other doctors were fleeing the city, uh, he set up shop and uh, took care of people. And then after he met with Frederick Douglass and William Lloyd Garrison, the great abolitionists of the age, 
he started his own newspaper in Pittsburgh called The Mystery. Hmm. Uh, and then he started a second one called The North Star. And it was all about how uh, black people deserve the same rights as anyone else and deserve to be treated as men, as hmm. people. And so Martin Delaney, when the Civil War came around, met with Abraham Lincoln, and Lincoln appointed him a major. He commissioned him a major in the Union Army, making Martin Delaney the highest-ranking African-American uh, soldier of the Civil War wow. and, and a groundbreaker. Uh, That's fabulous. Uh, what, what happened? Uh, did he die here in the city of Pittsburgh, Andy? You know, he actually uh, died in Wilberforce, Ohio. Huh. He went on to become a uh, an educator, uh, and he, you know, he tried to. He got disillusioned uh, after the Civil War. He went into politics. Uh, he went to South Carolina to see if, uh, at the seat of the rebellion, as it was called uh, then, if, if he could change people's minds. And he finally uh, came to the conclusion that. Um, that African-American people were not going to get a fair shake in America. And he looked at uh, going to Africa and establishing a colony there and uh, and is considered by many to be the father of black nationalism. Uh, he believed that there perhaps should be a black Israel in Africa where uh, uh, formerly enslaved people could return home but that dream was never realized in at least in the way he imagined it but the notion of black nationalism and of black people uh, sort of banding together uh, for common cause for uh, civil rights and dignity was something that he really uh, got started that's a fascinating mm -hmm. story, Andy. Martin Delaney, I knew nothing of the name or the man. So as Black History Month uh, continues, it starts actually at the Senator John Hines History Center. You'll have uh, different profiles of people like Martin Delaney? There'll be programs uh, at the History Center. Go to our uh, website, HinesHistoryCenter.org, and you'll actually find a couple of lifelike uh, figures uh, depicting Martin Delaney, one uh, of him as an abolitionist and one of him as a, a major in the Union Army. I love mm. it. So let's talk then about um, innovation in Pittsburgh. You know, we, we've had a lot of conversation, all of us, all around the city after the bridge collapsed today and uh, thinking about just people who figure things out, right? I heard a guy on a, uh, a network this morning, uh, a local TV network here in Pittsburgh, talking about what it's going to be like to rebuild that bridge and how long it's going to take and the kinds of things that are going to have to be involved. And I thought, you know, that's just one of those things that, you know, I look at in awe because I'm not an engineering type, I'm not a mechanical type, and I think the fact that somebody could just look at that span and say, okay, well, this is what we have to do. We have to clean up first, and then we have to do this, and then they just, you know, are going to come up with a plan. So, Andy, talk about innovation here in the city. Well, you know, it's interesting bridges, too. Uh, the first bridge in Pittsburgh was built in 1816, the same year that Pittsburgh was incorporated as a, a city. And before that, people had to, you know, either swim across, wade across, take a ferry across uh, the rivers. And I think that's why Pittsburghers hate to cross rivers. Uh, uh, it goes back to the days when there weren't any bridges. 
But today we have 446 bridges in Pittsburgh, more than any city in the world except maybe Venice. And that bridge at Fern Hollow, I think, was built about 1970. It's about uh, 50 years old, and it's a rigid structure. And yet we have all kinds of bridges here. We have suspension bridges um, that were pioneered by uh, a guy named uh, Roebling, Mm. the same fellow who... uh, Uh, built the Brooklyn Bridge in uh, New York. So we have a great bridge history, and that's just part of our innovation story. Uh, You know, we've been talking a lot about viruses uh, lately uh, with the pandemic, and it was right here in Pittsburgh in the 1950s that Jonas Salk uh, finally solved the polio mystery uh, with uh, developing a vaccine uh, using a killed virus, and he actually took some polio virus, made sure it was dead, then injected that into himself uh, to prove to people that it wouldn't kill you or, or give you that crippling disease of, of polio, and he gave it to his own kids. What? And then there were uh, uh, volunteers at uh, Arsenal Elementary School at 40th Street and Butler that became the ne- next guinea pigs. I hate to use that term, but you know the test subjects for this experimental vaccine. And now we're talking about 1954. And remember, there were there were uh, tens of thousands of kids in America in iron lungs, in breathing machines, uh, because this polio had had crippled their muscles to the point where they couldn't couldn't work their lungs and there were kids who couldn't walk millions of them around the world and so by 1955 uh Salk's polio vaccine was declared safe and potent and it changed the world it eradicated that disease and it all started right here in Pittsburgh Andy do you know anything about whether there were people who distrusted the vaccine oh yeah it was uh, it was a problem uh, then uh, people were so afraid of this uh, disease that they locked their uh, children in uh, houses. Of course, no one would go into swimming pools, uh, and uh, there were fights aboard uh, trolley uh, cars if if uh, people uh, weren't masked or if they spit in public. Uh, so there was there was great uh, fear, and uh, many people said, hey, I'm not trying that vaccine. Uh, You know, you're talking about putting an actual polio virus in me or my kids voluntarily? No way. Hmm. But uh, and so there were resistors. Uh, There's no question about it. But after a time, after a year or so, uh, when there weren't any breakthroughs, uh, the the idea, the whole concept of the polio vaccine was accepted by the public. Uh, And then another doctor named Sabin uh, uh, came out with an attenuated virus. That is a weakened virus of polio. And they started using that. And so if uh, maybe people of your parents' generation got a sugar cube at school Mm -hmm. with the attenuated virus in it that they actually ate uh, out of a little paper cup uh, and uh, and that worked uh, just as well as as Salk's original killed 
virus vaccine. And that really, once it gained general acceptance and it became a requirement for going to school, uh, you know, everyone had to agree to, to take this thing if they were going to go to a public school. Um, that's what ended the polio uh, scourge. That's fascinating. We're talking with Andy Masick. Andy Masick is the president and the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. The Pittsburgh Innovations uh, Exhibition is there, and it expands as well. Andy, uh, let's jump forward from 1955 to even today. Of course, there's a hotbed of innovation that's happening in Pittsburgh. Talk about the uh, the robotic lander. I mean, we're part of the space race once again, are we not? And I have to uh, say that it's thanks to UPMC that we've been able to build this um, innovation exhibit, 250 years of innovation. And, of course, all kinds of innovations have come from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. And uh, Tom Starzl, Dr. Tom Starzl, who pioneered liver transplants, uh, that's just one of those contributions. But today we talk a lot about EDS and MEDS and robotics, Mm -hmm. education, Mm -hmm. medicine, and robotics. And uh, you put your finger on it, John, Uh, the the robotics uh, center at CMU uh, with Red Whitaker, the father of modern uh, robotics, and all the spin-off companies. It was CMU students who invented the Andy Rover, and it's not Andy Masick, it's Andy Carnegie that they were honoring by naming that lunar rover that could uh, traverse the moon uh, remotely um, that is going to be sent up there in uh, the not-too-distant uh, future. Uh, and that kind of technology was really pioneered right here in Pittsburgh. And some of you may have even seen the uh, Argo um, self-driving vehicles around town oh, sure. since 2016 there have been artificial intelligence cars uh, navigating pittsburgh streets sometimes you don't even know it unless you notice this uh, gear and these sensors on top of the cars uh, pittsburgh has really pioneered this artificial intelligence robotic cars that are really going to be with us in the future, and the not-too-distant future, too. Hmm. Andy, um, can we ask you about the bridge today, the bridge collapse? I don't mean to quiz you on, you know, the history of bridges or anything like that, but, I mean, each one of us certainly had a response when we heard the news today and saw the unbelievable coverage of it um, and what the photographs looked like and the video and all of that. Um, so from your perspective, you know, what did it bring to mind? Well, You know, we've had, as I mentioned, 446 bridges in Pittsburgh, and we've had every kind of bridge from covered wooden bridges uh, to suspension bridges. Uh, Matter of fact, we pioneered suspension bridges. The bridge over Fern Hollow was uh, a rigid structure, uh, more of a a traditional style uh, bridge uh, that is made of steel, and, of course, Pittsburgh pioneered uh, steel. And so uh, this rigid bridge uh, is typical of many that are in the Pittsburgh area and around the world. I don't think anyone knows yet uh, what was the cause of this failure of this bridge, because the design is is sound. It's been used for 100 uh, years. So I think we'll probably learn in the weeks ahead 
whether there was some kind of landslide or instability um, in the foundation. Um, you know, it's, it's not certain that it was just rusting steel or some other kind of failure. So I think the jury's still still out on on what caused this uh, collapse. But uh, Pittsburgh has a pretty good history of uh, maintaining or at least having safe bridges, even though they all probably need maintenance uh, since our bridges predate many of the bridges that are built around America. We had bridges first. And so many of our bridges are approaching the 100-year mark uh, in their history. Fern Hollow was just 50 years uh, old. And so the irony is that the the president scheduled to appear here to talk about infrastructure, and then the bridge falls down in the morning. So it's an exclamation point on repairs and renewal for infrastructure and especially bridges in Pittsburgh and western Pennsylvania. So that's good news, Andy. Yeah, I think it is good news. And Pittsburgh was so ahead of its time uh, 100 years ago, uh, whether it's with uh, city water or sewage or bridges or roads, uh, that, you know, we've been fortunate that we've been living on that uh, heritage of mm. good engineering 100 years ago. The bad news is we've got 100-year-old infrastructure <laughs> yeah. that yeah. now needs to be replaced. Yep. Lead pipes, wooden pipes are still in uh, use in parts of uh, Pittsburgh, uh, and old bridges. So we've got a lot of work to do to catch up to the 21st century. Sure do. There's some borrowed time on display right now in Regent Square. Andy, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for the excellent work the Senator John Hines History Center continues to do and for the tens of thousands of people who walk through that door throughout the year. We're grateful for your presence here in the city of Pittsburgh. Hey, thanks so much. I'll see you at the History Center. Our pleasure. Listen, yeah. I can't wait to get back. It's so cold. This would be a great weekend to head on down to the History Center. Take your family and take in innovations. Look at things about Black History Month. Much more. Always fun for the entire family. The Senator John Hines History Center in the Strip District. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create you will be delighted after every catering event jill tells our cooks i wish i could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the springhouse towels just don't seem to dry you anymore they feel soft and luxurious at the store but then you get them home and they don't absorb Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and the added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good. 
but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including including the towels. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. But right now, MyPillow.com promo code is WORD. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Compassion International has a network of over 300 church partners in Haiti, poised to bring critical relief to those suffering because of the recent earthquake. Make your $40 one-time gift now by texting the keyword radio to 97646. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. We'll see a bit of evening snow with little to no accumulation. Otherwise, low clouds and colder tonight. Storm total snowfall an inch or two. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a low of 7. Bitterly cold tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high tomorrow of 17. Sunday, mostly cloudy and cold. A little snow at times in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll reach a high of 27. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly dive into the ridiculous. We've got a list. Kath has a list of 10 things. I've got a list of 10 things. It's basically this or that. You choose one or the other. That's how it works. Kath, would you like me to go first to give to you, or would you like to go? I'd like to receive, You'd like to receive. In, the, in the parlance of the uh, $25,000 pyramid. All righty. Receiving then? Mm. Here's my list of this or that. I'm ready. The bridge to nowhere. <laughs> yes. The Fern Hollow Bridge. <laughs> Uh, at this point, I'll take the bridge to nowhere. All right. Chocolate cake, pumpkin pie. That's hard. This or that? I mean, I, I think I have to go chocolate cake. All right. The bus in a sinkhole, <laughs> the bus in a ravine. Right. I don't know what to pick there, mm. um, and I'm glad I, I didn't have anything to do with either one. Um, I think I'm going to pick the sinkhole because there was a bottom that was, like, closer. Right, yeah. New friends, old friends. Well, that, what that's mean. New friends or old friends? I mean, I get, you have to pick old friends. All right, okay. Get those new friends. <laughs> coyote. <laughs> dog. Dog. <laughs> See, now I'm picking dog. That coyote, like, leveled that place. It sure did, yep. Substitute teacher, lunch mom. Oh my gosh, substitute teacher. Mm. Yeah, I'm not doing lunch mom again, John. I'm not doing it. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Ashley. <laughs> I'll choose Ben and Ashley. Hey, okay, I like good. the capital R's. Endless January. Endless February. Oh, great. Well, what, how do I know what's worse? I mean, there was a bus 
incident. I'm going to pick endless February. Minus 5 degrees, plus 95 degrees. I'll go 95. All right. Pittsburgh, city of bridges. Pittsburgh, city of bridges falling into big holes. (laughs) Uh, I'll take city of bridges, John. All right. Thank you very much. Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. The Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, I'll take the Golden Gate Bridge, All right. which is one of my favorite bridges of all time. All right. Smithfield Street Bridge. Yeah. Fort Pitt Bridge. Oh, Smithfield is my, is my favorite locally. All right. That's all mine. Just okay. That's that. good, Very John. Good. I like it. It was bridge centric. The bridge edition of the... Uh, well, I didn't... That. Yeah. Okay. So I decided to go with the weather. Um, all right. I went out to clean out my car today mm-hmm. and I it was just... It was a lot. And I was tired of it and I thought, okay... Yeah. I would like to give you the things that you get really tired of edition. Oh, because t- I that. feel so tired today. Listen. All right. So these are, are these you ready? Geritol. Number one. Yeah. Washing your clothes by hand, John, or taking your clothes to the laundromat? Oh, I'm going to the laundromat. By hand? Who's wa- Who's washing their clothes by hand? Do you wash the clothes by hand? I've washed no, some clothes no. by hand. Some. Like three sweaters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But like, you know, like the load. Can you imagine? I'm not saying I'm doing the load. Number two. Yeah. Changing a tire or changing your oil? Oh, uh, both are not that complex. Uh, change the oil. The things you get really tired of, addition, John. Uh, let it go from Frozen, or it's a small world after all from that wretched ride at Disney World. <laughs> just I, I, this or that. I choose neither. Yeah, uh, that's this or that, Yeah, John. let it go. Uh, really? Yeah, You're picking let yeah, it go. Why not? Number four. Powdered milk or instant mashed potatoes? Oh, Oh, both vestiges from my things, childhood. Things you're tired of. Yeah. Uh, powdered milk. Can there be anything more? I mean, that's rough. The mashed potatoes weren't exactly a prize either. Powdered milk. Okay. Number five, shopping for a house mm. or shopping for a used car? Yeah. Oh, boy. This or that. I, sh- I guess shopping for a used car because I'll be doing that as much as I've been delaying it. Getting up early to exercise Mm-mm. or cutting sugar out of your diet? <laughs> Give me the Splenda. <laughs> That's not sugar. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Cut okay. the sugar out. Right. Give me the Splenda. Number seven. We built this city by Jefferson Starship mm. or My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. <laughs> we built this city. Really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's that's fine. Such a ter- really? That yeah. doesn't bother you? No, it's fine. Oh, that's, it's hard fine. To, that's hard for me to take. No, it's fine. Number eight. Trying to talk to someone at the doctor's office, but you're stuck in the phone tree. Oh. Or waiting in line outside for a COVID test in Pittsburgh. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, that phone tree. I don't want to wait for the COVID test. I'm going, uh, I'll do the phone tree any day. At least really? you're sitting on the couch somewhere. Doesn't that bother you? Yeah. Here's me. Press zero. What if none of the letter, what if n- none of the numbers are uh, the number, are, apply to your thing? Yeah. And so you're, you're in medical records, and you're like, all I want to do is talk to somebody in the office. Right. So then that thing on your face turns into terminal cancer, and you're dead. <laughs> but I meant to press zero. But I don't even care. At that point, just forget about it. I'm going to go see Jesus. Number nine. The Kardashians mm. or the Duggars? Oh, <laughs> that's, see, reality television. Who do you want to be hanging out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Car Duggars. Uh, neither. Uh, this or that, John? Uh, the Duggars. Wow. Number 10. Getting a lot of calls from the blood bank, John. Oh. A lot of calls from the blood bank. Or getting hit by a Comcast van while you're stopped in traffic inside the Squirrel Hill Tunnels oh. and waiting for a call back from anybody's insurance company. Yeah. Oh, please. Uh, so, uh, I got money invested. Uh, uh, the insurance company. Please call me.
this or that. The painful edition is what that is. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes update. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes update, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. My son is in the second grade at our local public school. And yet somehow he gets to attend a Bible class during his school day because of LifeWise Academy. We're seeing public school students from urban, rural, and suburban communities who have never heard the basic stories of how Jesus came to rescue us. Hey, Word FM listeners. I'm Joel Penton, founder of LifeWise Academy, and we bring Bible education to public school students during the school day. Believe it or not, in 1952, the Supreme Court ruled that students can actually be released from public school during school hours to receive religious instruction. However, almost no one knows it's possible. LifeWise Academy provides the structure and tools for local communities to put to work. This program is taking off nationwide and our kids' futures are being changed. Would you consider leading the charge to start a LifeWise in your neighborhood school? The first step is to voice your support at LifeWiseAcademy.org. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement, all with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsaroundspittsburgh.com. What is quality? This is Greg Trzynski, and in a world where nearly everything is disposable, the original Mattress Factory still builds our mattresses and box springs to last. While other companies have cut on quality, we still hand-build our two-sided mattresses with the highest quality materials in our local factories. That's because we believe you deserve the best mattress to provide a great night's sleep for years to come. Visit an OMF location to experience the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. OriginalMattress.com Growing up, my parents had a really close friend of the family. And uh, he was a lovely person. But he was afraid of driving across bridges. He would not drive across a bridge. So you think, how did that work in, in Pittsburgh? The poor man. His geographical area had to be tiny very limited i think about him often and of course i thought about him a lot today you did the fear of crossing bridges is that of a name yeah it does gephrophobia gephrophobia yeah g-e-p-h-y-r-o-p-h-o-b-i-a and it's just the fear of driving or walking across bridges the anxiety disorder or specific phobia 
characterized by the fear of bridges and tunnels. As a result, sufferers of gephrophobia may avoid routes that will take them over bridges or if they are a passenger, will act very apprehensively when crossing a bridge. It comes from uh, Greek, bridge and fear. Now, here's the cool thing. I'm reading uh, this article about bridges that recognize people with such fears and give them rides across bridges. What, you mean you can start at one side and you get freaked and then someone will come drive your car for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, 2018, in 2008, the New York State Thruway authorized a, um, a ride over the Tappan Zee Bridge. Mm-hmm. A driver could call the authority in advance and arrange for someone to That's drive cool their car over the bridge for yeah. them. How about that? Yeah. The Maryland Transportation Authority offered a similar service crossing the Chesapeake Bay I've never bridge. done that. Oh, it's a wonderful bridge. Uh, but that role is now filled by private companies. So, oh, so it's like Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mackinac Bridge Authority, which oversees oh, the Mackinac Bridge. Have you seen bridge, that bridge? Yes. Michigan's Upper That's and Lower really Peninsula. That's really beautiful. Will drive needy gephrophobiacs across the bridge for free. Some 1,000 drivers take advantage of the program annually. Leslie Ann Pullum had her Yugo blown off that bridge in 1989. Don't buy a Yugo. Later investigation concluded she had stopped her car over the open steel grating on the bridge and that a gust of wind blowing through the grating oh my pushed her vehicle off the bridge. <laughs> so, oh, that's unthinkable. Can you imagine all those people that were on that bridge today, the next time they're, they're going to drive across a bridge, what they will do? Okay, have you ever crossed a bridge and had like a moment of fear, terror? No. You I never to, have? No. I used to regularly, when I lived in New York City, I would cross the, the Queensboro Bridge on a bike, like back and forth, back and forth. And, and, and I think about the Fern Hollow Bridge because it had similar construction because they had metal plates on the, on the roadway that connected to each other. So driving across the Fern Hollow Bridge or the Queensboro Bridge, as you came upon that, you would lift your bike off the ground quickly to sort of hurdle, hurdle over, over those that. things because they could be slick. You could, and your tires could be caught in there as well. But I was never afraid. Were you afraid to cross over a bridge? Uh, one time in my life. Really? One time. Because look, think how many bridges we've crossed living here. I mean, oh, it's, you yeah, know. All your life. Well, listen to this. My husband and I were at Niagara Falls with our daughters about yeah. five years ago. Yeah. And um, we, it's very expensive to park. In Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. Yeah, we were on the Canadian side. It's extremely expensive to park. Yeah. So if you ha- leave your car somewhere, it's important to leave your car there and not be moving it around, right? right? Once right. you find a spot. So we had paid for a spot at our hotel. And so we were just pedestrians for the whole time we were there. Okay. Just so we found something. I know the bridge. Y- you know what I'm talking I've been about? There. Sure, sure. The Rainbow Bridge. I've done it. Okay. It is so high. So anyway, we there was a stand-up comedian, believe it or not, who was doing a, a guided tour of the American side. Yeah. And we thought, who doesn't want to go see what a stand-up comedian would do with the American side of the falls? Sure. Let's go over there. Sounds like fun. Right? So we thought, well, well, we'll walk over. Obviously, we don't have a car. It is so much longer than you think it is. Mm-hmm. And you can see there's no – Support. There's no you. There's no floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, it's just met. We started walking across it. You you can see the Niagara River under you in like a hundred yards far under below. you. It's a far, very far very yeah. tall bridge. That was absolutely scary. But you know what was worse? Hmm. At the end of the evening, we had to walk back in the middle of a like catastrophic rainstorm. So 
the only thing that could have been worse than going there was coming back. Wait, it was dark and raining? Yes. Oh, that was good. Who designed what? It was horrible. Was poor, poor time management on your part. Well, I don't know. I mean, Sorry, just is. Geez. I mean, what the heck were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Right? Listen, my nephew was on the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm sorry, was on the Brooklyn Bridge. He was on the Brooklyn Bridge. He lived in Brooklyn, walking into lower Manhattan on the morning of September 11th and saw the first plane hit the tower. Now, can you imagine oh that? Gosh. Standing on the bridge. Because, you know, people left lower Manhattan in droves after the second sure. plane hit and stood on the bridge. But to be walking across that bridge, I mean, to see that. So calamities on bri- on bridges here in some way. This is a theme that we've developed, right? Uh, what about, um, are you, have you been to, you haven't been on the um, the London Tower Bridge? No, I've never been to London. Fabulous. I mean, but the Golden Gate Bridge, love to do that. Right? I've been on the Golden Gate Bridge. I haven't walked on it, though. The Golden Gate Bridge is very long also. It looks, I mean, it looks long, but when you're driving on it, it's extremely long. Right. Yeah. I the mean, Oakland Bay Bridge also is scary and crazy in that area. How about here locally? Do you walk across the Smithfield Street Bridge? I have. It's a lovely bridge, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, famous bridges in the world. Uh, I would say, right, the, the Golden Gate Bridge, sure. the London Tower is sure. a, a very famous. But what about... Do you have a fam- do you have a favorite bridge here? Yes, Smithfield. Smithfield because it's so old and beautiful. It's the Brooklyn Bridge. It's it, the same it's just, and the the way that they repainted it with the original colors right. maybe a decade ago and the lighting that's on it. Lovely. It's just We have a poster that It's bridge. really wonderful. Remember you, now I brought this up in this or that. You do remember remember the bridge to nowhere. Right? I mean that was a Pittsburgh thing for decades. Was the bridge to nowhere the thing that Fort Pitt Bridge. Oh, was no, wasn't it the Wabash? Wasn't it going into no, the Wabash no, Tunnel? No. It was the Fort Pitt Bridge that you know they didn't continue on. I thought it was the Wabash, the Wabash Bridge, Bridge after after they decided. Yeah, I think it was really that because they decided not to continue it through the tunnel. I think maybe the it Wabash? was. Yeah, the bridge. No, the bridge was in place and they took it down. I thought it was just the bridge to know it was an extension of the Fort Pitt Bridge that they they said. Well, we made we made a mistake here, and they continued. I'm pretty sure it was you know right next to the Fort Pitt Bridge going down the Mon. Does anybody know eight hundred three two zero eight two five five eight hundred? I bet somebody knows eight two five five. What is the story of the Bridge to nowhere. What are we talking about? 800-320-8255. Oh, we got to step away for just a minute. But, uh, we'll come back with more bridge talk. God bless all those people. and Hopefully those injuries are saying minor, but can you imagine? No, it's psychologically. Your back's got to be killing you. Are you wondering if this year you'll still be asking why it seems so easy for other people to find love, but so hard for me? If you're feeling the pain of being alone and are tired of everyone around you finding their soulmates and leaving you behind, then get ready to remove the barriers to finding the marriage of your dreams and start believing it's possible for you. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Join me in my Married in 12 Months Challenge, where I'll teach you why now is your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you to be married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools you need to become a bride. Listen, if you deeply desire to be married, but you're still single, you should be doing something about it. Sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. The only thing you have to lose is the pain of being alone on your journey. So join me at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. 
it's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement, all with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Weatherproof your day with the AccuWeather app by checking your daily, hourly, and minute-by-minute forecast. With precise details pinpointed to your exact street address, you will have access to exclusive features like Minutecast and RealFeel, all backed by AccuWeather's team of over 100 expert meteorologists. The AccuWeather app is your most reliable source of weather information, so you can plan your day with confidence. Download the AccuWeather app today. Okay, so the bridge to nowhere was the Fort Duquesne Bridge. Interesting. Um, now, you know, cars would uh, cars would drive off that accidentally. So that almost happened today, as I understand oh it, right? Because there were several people who were driving up to the bridge after it had collapsed. And, of course, there's no... On the Regent Square side. Yeah. And thank goodness yep. that they had the wherewithal and yes. they stopped other cars yes. from doing the same. Yep. Those are heroes yes. as well. No kidding. I mean... I mean... God bless anybody. I mean, that's such an. It's I can't. I still can't comprehend it in some way. Oh yeah, I know. When our kid, we we, well, we walked. We lived in Frick Park when our kids were super little because we would walk our dogs there all the time. We would often, with two young boys, go underneath the bridge to the very mm. tip top of the bridge. It was very sheer, like very sheer concrete, sort of like you know archway or pathway that went from the very bottom all the way up and we just hung out there it was kind of like an adventure now what will that be like the the engineering to remove i can't imagine that from the 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 task oh my gosh i know i was thinking about um favorite bridge just beautiful bridges yeah right I mean, this bridge today that collapsed was not necessarily a beautiful bridge. Now, some bridges are utilitarian, no, which enough. is fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a utilitarian bridge, certainly better than one that collapses. Um, but there are beautiful bridges. Of course, you think of the uh, Golden Gate, which is so Stunning. spectacular. Yeah. Everything about it, the design of it, the shape, Everything. the color, what it's around. The feat of engineering. It, it, the fact that it was able to be done at all, yeah. shocking. How about the one uh, in Venice? The um, the bridge of size. Yeah, the bridge of size, mm-hmm. exactly. And yeah. there's one in Oxford, 
which is a, a model of that. Oh, yeah, sure. Which is really beautiful that oh. you see in a lot of BBC What's down there? The, the bridge on Ross Street that goes, you know. Connect, yeah, exactly. Right? Same thing. Connects right. the bridge H. H. to H. the Richardson courthouse. did a little copy there. Um, the Ponte Vecchio Bridge in oh, Florence. Oh, you know that one. Oh, yeah, you haven't right. been to Florence, have you? No, no me neither. Uh, Don't you want to see that? Of course I do. It's Let's... so weird looking. Want to go to Florence? I've always loved I'd love it. to go. Yes, please. But the Rialto Bridge is the one I was thinking of in Venice. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked up one because I was looking up things about bridges today, obviously, after the uh, disaster here. here. There's one called Starry Most, which is the old bridge crossing the river Neretva in the city of Mostar in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Hmm. It was built by the Ottoman Turks in 1566, what? and it is so lovely. Look at that. Still there. 1566. Isn't that beautiful? I think they spent some money on the infrastructure. Listen, there. if you've never looked at this bridge, which I never have, it was destroyed in 1993 during the Bosnian War, but reopened again in 04. You have to check it out. Starry Most, M-O-S-T. That's our 4 o'clock hour of the ride home. Stick around. we got much more ahead during the 5 o'clock. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says it remains unclear what Russia intends to do in regards to Ukraine. But the alliance is ready for political dialogue or to respond to an armed confrontation. We are ready for both options. Uh, We are working hard uh, for the best uh, peaceful political solution, but we're also prepared for the worst. Um, uh, uh, Russia, once again, uh, using force against the neighbor Ukraine. Stoltenberg says NATO has military assets in the region, which include ground, sea, and air capabilities. Residents in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic are bracing for a powerful winter storm expected to produce blizzard conditions, heavy snow and strong winds forecast to begin in parts of the Carolinas and Appalachia this evening. The Dow is up 158 points. The Nasdaq ahead 165. This is SRN News. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. There is hope, but how will they know unless we tell them? 
Every day, Cornerstone TV bridges that gap, connecting viewers with Jesus and answers for life. Join us for an important moment to launch, build, and fund our 2022 outreach with Jerry Grillo, Keenan Bridges, Bill Themilaris, Mike Smalley, Jay Gilbert, and more. Watch Bridge of Hope January 24th through 28th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. Want a deal you'll love on a Valentine's Day gift they'll love? Shop and save right now at Kohl's. Get 20% off Food Network bakeware, up to 50% off festive pillows and decor, and sterling silver diamond pendants for just $69.99. On top of all that, you can get an extra 15% off and earn Kohl's cash. What are you waiting for? Get to Kohl's and celebrate the special moments for less. Select styles. 15% offer ends January 30th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. I find that patients just want to be heard. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. That takes time to sit down and listen to what the patient has to say. Listen to their past experiences, because that's all important in how I then present treatment to them, formulate a treatment plan for them, and how we move forward with their treatment at our office. My mommy is a really good dentist, and she'll take good care of you. Harry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. We'll see a bit of evening snow with little to no accumulation. Otherwise, low clouds and colder tonight. Storm total snowfall an inch or two. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a low of seven. Bitterly cold tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high tomorrow of 17. Sunday, mostly cloudy and cold. A little snow at times in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll reach a high of 27. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition. Kathy, it's uh, four minutes past the five o'clock oh. hour. It's time for me to tell you, John. Tell me what? Actually, it's past time. Yes. Your weekend has begun. Oh, that's good. Very good. I think that I was distracted by the whole bridge thing earlier. Right. It's four o'clock. I mean, can you be blamed? I mean, it, there's been a lot happening in the city today. Are you curious to go take a look? No. Really? I'm not one of those gawkers that likes to see something catastrophic. Right. I mean, I, I, I just, I can't, that that actually makes it much, well, I, I just can't, I can't. I'm not a gawker, but I, I am curious. I, I'd like to go check it out because okay. I spent a lot of time I on I probably have used gawker in a way that is pejorative. I didn't mean to. Because no. you want to see it. What, you're hurting someone's feelings? Well, I, I just want to, want to make sure I wasn't hurting yours. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm easily offended by you. <laughs> We've been doing this a long time, woman. We know where we are. Do we not? We do know where we are. Yeah, I was so upset. When you say, crush me, I'm not going to speak to you the rest of the show. <laughs> just be silent over here. Well, no, I'm just saying that if you want to go see it, I get it. I want to see it. I think that it when, when ca- catastrophe is happening, that's gawker. Yeah. Right, but fortunately, there was not catastrophe. I mean, I'm, you know, a rubbernecker during a you know a traffic accident that drives me out. crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, but I just, I just can't comprehend it because you know if you like you, you, you spent you spent a lot more time on that bridge. Oh my than I gosh, have. I grew up there. I mean, I've got so everywhere we go in the city, and my kids are so sick of hearing. You know, I'll say, I remember, hey, look at that. Remember this, blah blah blah, blah. and I'll give them like five things that I'll look at a trash can that I've got a memory of the corner of you know some street. 
So I've got all kind of memories, you know, surrounding that bridge. I mean, I grew up in Frick Park, and so to see that there, it's it's, it's a shock. Some things are a shock to your adult life. You kind of go, I never imagined that that would happen like right. that, but there it is. Yep. And, Speaking of, John, uh, this day in history. Yeah. The Challenger disaster. Oh, boy. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. So do I. Uh Boy, that changed the space program tremendously for the better because, you know, people were in a hurry to try to, you know, impress dignitaries and get that thing off the ground and the frozen O-rings and that and how many lives were lost? Six lives were lost, I believe. Uh, seven. Seven. Krista McAuliffe was the teacher. Right. I who mean, was on board. Some incredibly bright and beautiful people. 1986. Yes. Right? Yep. I mean, I remember like it was yesterday. I was I, I was living in New York City. I get a phone call from a buddy of mine said, "Hey, man, I know you love you know your Challenger. Turn on the TV set." And and there it was, just a whole, terrible. Horrible. I was a senior in high school. I was with my friend Joanne in photography class, Mister mm. Brown's photography class, um, and they came uh, over the loudspeaker to tell everybody uh-huh. what had happened. And at that point, it kind of seemed like. Uh, a little bit of the the Titanic thing, where it could never happen. Right, but it could because it was a spaceship. Right, right, and uh, you forget it's a spaceship. Yeah. until you're confronted with the fact that it's a spaceship. Because it never had happened before in American history that yeah. lives were lost on a you know a live spacecraft mm-hmm. uh, liftoff. That was right. So now and, wait, there were astronauts lost on the launch pad, right? Yes. No. No. Uh, launch yes. on the launch pad. on the launch pad in training. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Gus Grissom, uh, Ed White, and Roger Chaffee. Mm, wow, uh, good memory. Yeah, I mean, I was a kid, and I, you know, I, was, I remember that was Apollo One, but that wasn't, you know, an actual spacecraft lifting off. Anyway, uh, to go back to that bridge, I mean, the irony, and I know there are conspiracy theorists oh, among on. us. The irony that Biden is appearing in Pittsburgh to talk about infrastructure bills. It's the best bills. thing that ever happened I to Biden's so. infrastructure bill. I, it's the best thing that happened to Pittsburgh yes. infrastructure. Because yeah. how many bridges yeah. have that poor rating, right? The yeah. poor rating. I mean, we are the city of bridges, so you're going to spend money. We're spending money on you know any number of crazy things. Our military budget is like over the top. How about spending a little bit more money on infrastructure? This country's crumbling, right? and we need some help. Clearly. So I mean, spend may, and maybe this will end up being... A, a, a large uh, jump ahead for everybody without there being a catastrophe associated with it. Because yes. there certainly could have been. If the money is spent well, judiciously, right. on things that need to be addressed. Because clearly things need to be addressed. I heard the bus driver interviewed on another station today. Can you imagine being the bus driver and falling? Listen, he, what, he was great. He was like, I wasn't even supposed to work today. I was supposed to have the day off. Really? So he said that he... He instinctively knew the bridge was collapsing, but you can't you quite do? you can't quite process that while it's happening. I'm falling. I'm falling. Is that right. what he's thinking? And or? there were only two people on the bus. He said both of them were sitting up front, so they were close to him. So when it came to and and the bus ended up, if you saw the photographs, kind of uh, it landed. Uh, its back end landed on another portion of the bridge. And thank goodness that happened exactly because it then would have fallen into the yes. ravine. Right. So the two remaining people on the bus, I think they would have, can I have a transfer? Oh. <laughs> a little transfer thing, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. He said they, they, the two people handled it well, as well as you could handle it. 
you know. But, you know, they, they said people were not injured badly or in fair condition. You would think you'd have to have some back trouble. Did you see? Well, look at what happened to the cars. I know. You, you saw the cars, right? Yeah. How could those people not? Rolling, throwing, like like little toys just being thrown through the air. So you had to have some sort of muscle or tissue injuries or something like that, right? Broken bones. No one's even talking about and that. Not We haven't even gotten to mental health yet. Mental health. I mean, that'll be the last time someone wants to drive across a bridge for quite a while. I think? don't want to drive across a bridge for quite a while. Well, how, good luck with that because you're going I, I across know, the four fifth no, bridge. Right. Obviously, I have to move. You're not traveling anywhere. I mean, we could move in here into the uh, Seven Parkway Center building. <laughs> could, there could probably some open space. We could. If you we could the, be squatters. Three of us could could squat. That doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. Um, we could be squatters here in the building, bringing a like sleeping bag. Right. I'd need a radio. Uh, just to, you have to travel. I mean, look, PennDOT wants to start people um, charging fees, right? There's tolls. They want to put tolls on the bridges mm-hmm. on 79. We'll put a bridge on a toll on that bridge that fell today. The Fern Hollow Bridge. Now, who knew it was called the Fern Hollow no Bridge? No one knew it was called the Fern Hollow. The only hollow I know is Panther Hollow. Right. The Fern Hollow Bridge. Anyway, God bless everyone yes. connected with that. And God bless everyone who First climbed responders. down there to respond, who did the daisy chain hand over hand, getting those people out of there. God bless the people who were in cars, mm-hmm. who were driving right up to the bridge after it had collapsed oh and didn't go any further and so stopped everybody from behind them from going. Right. I mean, I turned on the news today. Who was there? The politicians. Of course they were. <laughs> I mean, the politicians. Wa- Listen, watching the local news and seeing everyone trying Every to get a mic just made me... Feels cynical and time, right? And, and then there's John Fetterman with his shorts, with his shorts on and his dirty, his dirty hoodie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to love a I little mean, politics, don't you? Oh no, you don't. You have to, have to love it because it's always I mean a that in an ironic Get way. me in front of that camera. Anyway, we need to take a break, but when we come back, God grades and graduation review—a faithful way to learn. We're going to talk about how religious communities teach the importance of what it means to work together, to be cooperative, to respect your teachers, and that that can really make for an amazing atmosphere. Paul McNulty, Grove City College, up next. It looks to be a uh, pretty good weekend for uh, road trips. And may I suggest you head on down to the Spring House and treat yourself to an anniversary celebration. Marsh is here from the Spring House. Hey, Marsh. Happy anniversary to you. Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks so much. We're thankful to be here after 46 years. We're thankful for all the great support and and the wonderful people that come in this place. We're just so blessed. And and wait a minute. Hold on, Marcia, because let us say how grateful we are for you. We are. For all your (laughs) long-term friendship here with Word FM and just such a great presence you are (laughs) in Washington County. All right, but let's get to the good stuff about what the celebration is going to look like. Okay, so we're calling it a Go Bananas celebration, and so we are, in about an hour, going to be making banana milk. It's an old-fashioned banana pudding milk, and it is unbelievably yummy. I I would love that. uh, (laughs) And so we're going to have banana milk, and we have everything banana under the sun. We're doing banana milkshakes, banana bread, banana cake, banana coffee cake, old-fashioned vanilla wafer pudding, um, banana split dessert, everything banana. So we're having a lot of fun with that. And then we have, because it's 46 years, we have 46 cents every, off every gallon of chocolate milk. Every 12th gallon of white milk that goes through the store is free. Tomorrow we're going to have free soup with everybody's meal. We're making three or four different kinds of homemade soup. And then on Sunday we're going to have our 
um, ham and turkey dinner, a one-price meal for fourteen forty-six, and um, everybody can come on out and enjoy our anniversary with us. And all that is, and even tonight, well, there might be some time tonight for folks to come, and we're doing a free dessert all day today with everybody's meal. Fabulous. Marsha from the Springhouse, 46 years. She was there at the beginning. She is there now. Stop on by this weekend to say happy anniversary. Hey, Marsh, have a good one. Thanks, guys. 101.5 WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement, all with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. You probably wouldn't leave thousands of dollars on the table at a diner. Why leave thousands on the table with your tax return? Jackson Hewitt will help make sure you don't. This year, there are thousands of dollars worth of new tax credits. Your Jackson Hewitt Tax Pro will help you track down every last one. So you get your biggest refund guaranteed. Don't leave thousands on the table this year. Discover thousands of dollars in tax credits instead. Learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. One of the million and one things you worry about as a parent is, is my kid going to be a good learner? Will he do well in school? Will there be some success there with his education? I, I think every parent thinks about that. And, you know, you try to do your best to actively engage from the time your baby's in the womb forward with, you know, reading and different skill sets that you can help engage and equip a child to be a good lifelong learner. Paul McNulty is back with us. Paul McNulty is the ninth president of Grove City College. Prior to returning to his alma mater, Paul McNulty spent 30 years in Washington, D.C. as an attorney in public service and in private practice. In 2005, the United States Senate unanimously confirmed Paul McNulty to the position of Deputy Attorney General, the second in command of the United States Department of Justice, and the Chief Operating Officer of the Department's 100,000 employees. But Paul McNulty is here today to talk to us about God grades and graduation paul welcome back how are you i'm fine thank you john how are you real good thanks always a pleasure to have you with us 
Paul, we're talking about this new book by Alana Horowitz. Uh, John referenced the title God, Grades, and Graduation. And um, I haven't read the book yet. It ha- it's just coming out. But she's talking in the book, apparently, and I'm reading here from the Wall Street Journal, um, about a study that was done by the National Study of Youth and Religion, which is a large-scale, longitudinal survey run by Notre Dame University. Um, boy, Really interesting data that has come out of that study. And let me just uh, bring up one thing and get your reaction to it, Paul. Um, she talks about students that are called abiders. That is those who are active in religious communities and who have adopted their family's faith as their own. Now, these abiders are, quote, likely to have an academic advantage because religion and schools are complementary institutions. In particular, adolescents who thrive in one institution are likely to thrive in the other. Paul, your reaction? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting uh, article. I haven't read the book either, Kathy, but I'm looking forward to it. And it seems to really ring true with what I'm seeing at Grove City College with our students who have come here uh, with, you know, for the most part, strong backgrounds in both their faith and their families and um, seem to be thriving in their academic work. Uh, So the experience that I've had over these last eight years um, is very consistent with what she's observing in her, um, in these, uh, you know, extensive studies and talking to so many students. Right. So then uh, the, the thesis is then, as you are in school, so you are in church and vice versa. And, you know, kids who do well in school are doing well in part because they are submitting themselves to uh, the rigors of what it is to have a, a deep faith. Fair enough? Right. Yes, yeah, very fair. You know, I after I read this article, I started thinking about what are the things that um, contribute to our students doing well? You know, why are the are they the way they are? And three things came up, all beginning with the word C, calling, culture, and community. Mm-hmm. And I think they come with a sense of calling to learn. You know, this is a part, an aspect of their overall calling in Christ, and they come with a um, sort of a, a sense of responsibility for taking up that work. Um Frankly, they're less distracted um, when we look at our students in comparison to other university environments where there's a lot of partying. So where there's just less distraction, more self-discipline, um, more focused on mission, more about being a student. That's the, the calling they seem to have. And then the culture is one where we really try to encourage a sense of, you know, the three of us have talked about this before, intellectual humility, the idea that truth is transcendent, it's something to be learned. You don't already know all the answers. In fact, just the opposite. You're coming to learn something that's outside of you, and, and, and therefore you have to come to each class kind of prepared with a humble heart. And that is part of a culture that's also about showing up and having grit and sticking with it. So um, when you combine the culture and the calling, and then lastly, you know, community, well, I think there's a fellowship that's a big part of what they've experienced in their religious life that's a part of their school life. Our students love to be together in genuine fellowship, um, and they are iron sharpening iron and um, raising their, their, their game together, and they're being mentored. And I think mentors are huge in the way in which students succeed. And when you're in an environment that has a religious influence, there's more that sense of calling on the mentor's part to invest themselves in the lives of the students. And I think you see the students just coming away saying, these professors were so important to me 
becoming who I am. And, and that's, again, an aspect of a, a strong community. And that mentorship idea that you brought up, Paul, is echoed um, by the uh, research that uh, Alana Horowitz talks about. She's a professor at Tulane University, the one who wrote the book that we were talking about. And she said that, that um, the appreciation that a student has for authority – um, so, you know, having to go to church, sitting in church, recognizing that there's a pastor, or there's maybe an elder or whatever it is, there are people who are in authority over you, that those mm-hmm. types of environments shape a student such that when they go into a schoolroom, they recognize those same things, right? That there, there are people here who are in authority over me. And in both places, like you said, I don't really know much. Yeah, yeah. Like the, pa- the, the, the professors are like pastors to them. Mm-hmm. They... um they do see them as having authority and worthy of respect, and, and, you, and you see that just in so many different ways in which they uh, connect together, the way they seek them out after class and sit in their offices and, and just throw questions at them. I'm always amazed when a professor will tell me about a long conversation he or she has had with a student, and I find out that that student's not in class and not even in the major, but they just gave the time to that student who was uh, seeking to know more about a certain um, key ID, idea, and um, they were more than willing to, to help them. These are life-changing experiences that students have, and it's just really much, very much tied to the idea of, of religious life. Mm-hmm. Now, in reading this piece in the Wall Street Journal that we're all talking about, God, Grades, and Graduation Review, A Faithful Way to Learn. The, the, the only negative they take about this, and I found this interesting, Paul, is that they're saying you know, that um, students who are these abiders who are like this, uh, even in school and then in post-graduation from college, that they're more, and they, the, the Wall Street Journal would say this is a negative, that they're less inclined to go uh, far afield, that they want to stay closer to home, and perhaps I'm reading through the lines here, but less uh, willing to sort of, you know, uh, reach for a higher rung because they have things like their religious life that are more important to them. Um, and I'm, I'm not so sure if that's really true or not. I'm sure that, you know, that runs a lot of different varieties of personalities, learning styles, and ambition. But maybe that's something to consider. Yeah, I thought that point may be a little stretched, too. I saw in the paragraph in the article that I read, Grove City College, clearly, you know, where we have students who have achieved so well as high schoolers, that they could go to maybe a more elite school, an Ivy League school or something, but they want to be in a different kind of environment. They Mm -hmm. want to be in a Christian college. They come and they see the fit. Yeah, I see that. But I see their aspirations. I see their achievements being um, pretty significant. And frankly, we've read in other places, and I think we may have talked about this in the past, that the students who go to these Ivy League schools actually end up with less because they have no direction. They don't have the moral direction. They don't have the sense of calling. So they have the pedigree, but they still feel lost in terms of what they're going to do in their lives. So in the long run, um, lacking that purpose can be a real crisis. And our students, and I think students who come into school with that sense of foundation, do have more purpose that will give them direction. And in many cases, I think they do aspire. Now, I think there is uh, there are some downsides or some um, negatives that aren't being mentioned here. Our students do experience stress and anxiety about whether or not they're measuring up well enough, and I think that's grown with um, the um, newer generations. This sense of meeting expectations. 
So we have to be very conscientious that um, they're not feeling uh, too much pressure in this environment to, um, to do well and to please, and that they know that they're loved and that um, it's all by grace that we actually do um, become anything uh, so that they get a chance to kind of breathe deep and, um, and not put too much pressure on themselves. Another danger, Paul, that wasn't uh, discussed in the article, and I guess it would have been inappropriate. It's, it's a little bit of a of an ancillary path, but it, I thought of it from the beginning of the article to the end, where the 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 potential for a student under an abider to succeed in an academic environment is great. But just like in the church, um, there's also a capacity to be injured by bad teachers. Um, mm. And by people who are in authority over you who abuse that, and um, we've seen that all over the place. We know, you know, we, those of us who you know keep up with current events know all of the things that have gone on with Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, um, and it's just an example to us how careful we have to be that for any of us, any of us who are in authority over people, um, how we have to honor Christ first, not just in our words, but in our actual lives, or unbelievable catastrophe can result. No, oh, yeah, amen. And the trust level is so high, Kathy. The, the you know, and and so the harm can be all that more substantial when trust is violated that way. And that's a calling to those of us in leadership positions in higher ed to be vigilant about overseeing how um, uh, professors are engaging with students, to um, not look the other way when there are red flags and so forth. And um, and and there's the potential for um, a better structure that way in an employment situation than perhaps sometimes even the church, where there's more autonomy on the part of, of, press, of pastors, depending upon, again, what that, um, that governance looks like. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really important warning um, for the—and Christ warns us about that, doesn't he? Yeah. He tells us that, yeah. you know, the consequences of a bad— pastor or leader yeah. are, are, are monumental. Right. And, and Paul, I'm sure, whether it's Grove City or any other Christian institution of higher learning, the shifting sands of the culture, outwardly and inwardly, uh, it's got to be a very difficult thing to be concise, to express to your students or prospective students what it is you're trying to offer, and at the same time, having that communication open as students are going through their freshman through senior year. I mean, very difficult now to communicate in an effective way that hits all the right tones across a wide and uh, seemingly oddly diverse group of um, citizens here in the United States. The tide has turned here, hasn't it? Yeah, it really is getting harder and harder. And uh, families are reacting to what's happened with secular materialism and progressivism in the academy, and they don't want anything to do with that. And so they're looking at schools that will be very distinct and different. We understand that. We support that. We're all about that. But then, you know, the question is, um, how do we communicate effectively what we are about in the most positive way? Because at the end of the day, the mission is equipping the students to deal with the kinds of things they're going to run into in the world. And, um, you know, that's becoming a challenge, frankly, for those of us in the leadership of uh, education, especially Christian education, to help parents understand um, what's gained here, and not just what we're avoiding in the other, you know, in the larger culture. That's Paul McNulty, ninth president of Grove City College. More information about Grove City, gcc.edu. Paul, how about the bridge thing in Pittsburgh? Yeah, that's really interesting. Boy, the timing—the president, I guess, was planned on coming anyway. Yeah, and then how about the very that? Day, 
that he is going to come, this happens. Uh, and when, you know, the number of bridges that are old, um, it just reminds us of the risks that exist everywhere. And, um, you know, how do you kind of manage those risks? How do you allocate resources to deal with them? It's, uh, it's very interesting. But what um, an unusual event, you know, to, to draw attention, in fact, national attention sure. to, uh, to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, under the adage, timing is everything. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, right. Well, it's, it's a good bit. Uh, you know, there's been nothing done on Capitol Hill in a bipartisan way except this. Right. <laughs> to get some resources. To <laughs> right. All you need to do is so see a bridge we'll, collapse yeah, in Pittsburgh. That's right. Give us that, and then the rest of it, uh, we don't expect much more. So we'll, <laughs> Please. Uh, we'll, we'll take what we can get. Do yeah. something bipartisan. Paul, always a pleasure. Thanks, Paul. Thanks so much. Blessings to you, the faculty, the staff, the student body at Grove City College. We'll take a quick break and uh, more underway. As we come back, oh, an apartment story you will not believe. That's next on The Right Home. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music from Ann Wilson, Sunday Sermon. Say goodbye from the after. Say goodbye. And all joy, no stress, Brent Walker. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. You know, your mom always used to say, uh, listen, be careful about the company you keep, right? Because who you hang out with really defines in many ways who you are. Well, when you look at Grove City College, the community of students who call this place home, I believe is really something special. Because Grovers care about and for each other. And there's more than 150 student organizations that will prove that every day. Also, you just got to look at the alumni, the Grover alumni. It's gigantic. And they care for each other decades after they've graduated from Grove City College. So if your child is looking for next year or in the near future, I'd recommend you look at Grove City College because the company you keep is really quite excellent. What about the company you keep, John, as far as the people who are teaching you or the people who are advising you or the people that are kind of helping you figure out yourself over four years? You know, that's, I think, probably just as important as your peers, right? Especially when you're between 18 and 22 and you're trying to figure out what life is about and how you can fit in and what your career path is like and what your gifting is. The faculty that are there to advise at Grove City College are truly outstanding. They're people with big minds and big hearts. And your child might end up a different person because of the mentorship they could have at a place like Grove City. Look at Grove City College, a classical campus one hour from Pittsburgh, gcc.edu. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, 
Breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We'll see a bit of evening snow with little to no accumulation. Otherwise, low clouds and colder tonight. Storm total snowfall an inch or two. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a low of seven. Bitterly cold tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high tomorrow of 17. Sunday, mostly cloudy and cold. A little snow at times in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll reach a high of 27. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Before you bought your first house, before you made that very first purchase of a house, how many apartments do you think you lived in? Oh, I can tell you how many apartments I how lived many? in. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. Uh, I lived in three different apartments. Just three? Yeah. And looking at those apartments, trying to find a good place to live, what a headache, was it not? Oh my gosh, especially in South Oakland, uh-huh. which yeah. is a cesspool. Okay, well, take South Oakland and multiply that by a million because trying to find an apartment in New York City is like finding the proverbial needle in a haystack. Something that's affordable, something that has a few amenities, maybe some light, a little bit of space. I saw an article in today's paper about such a person looking for an apartment. Now, for the first time in 17 years, this person, Stephen Ruddy, who wrote an article in the Times about his apartment shopping, he said, you know, first time in 17 years, I'm looking for an apartment. The pandemic uh, had a groundswell of people leaving, and then as they came in, rents were raised, which just made things very difficult. So... He employs a real estate agent, and they start looking around Greenwich Village, which is his neighborhood that he's been living in for 17-plus years. He doesn't want to leave the neighborhood. So he takes me to a, um, a place for $2,000 a month. I'm told that I'm, uh, it's um, 150 square foot, a studio. 150 square feet. Holy cow, that's a 10 by 15. What? 150 square feet. That's a 10 by 15 room. On West 4th Street for $2,000 a month. I'm told that I could... Get out. I'm told that I could save space by hanging my winter coat in the building stairwell. (laughs) The agent says it'd probably be safe there. So then he takes me... 150 square feet. For $2,000 a month. I'm telling you, this is New York City. He then takes me to a duplex around the corner, a ground floor cell with a menacingly steep spiral staircase that empties into a windowless basement. $2,300, he tells me. Better snap it up. It won't last. Now, the author of this article says, you know, I love my sunny Greenwich Village apartment, but COVID has gotten in the way. So I'm out on the street now looking for an apartment. He takes me to see an amazing street uh, apartment on Carmine Street. Amazing is a relative term, of course. The apartment is raw. The designer loves stucco, and the hardwood floors are painted a brutalist gray, but the apartment is huge. A genuine two-bedroom apartment with soaring ceilings, tremendous light, and unobstructed views of Greenwich, all for $1,995 a month. Now that I work from home, the extra space seems positively luxurious. So why would you even think of the other place for the for 2000 a month with right. this if you have this one? So the author of this article says that he he has described the real estate agent has described every closet as though he were seeing the Grand Canyon for the first time. So 
What's the catch? At the very end of the tour of the apartment, the agent says, did you notice anything about the bathroom? And so the guy says, well, I'm intrigued by a sense of mystery. Was there a bidet, perhaps? A jacuzzi tub? The agent says, "Uh, no, in the bathroom, there is no toilet. Now, before he tells me this, he holds my gaze for a few seconds as if to say, a less scrupulous agent wouldn't disclose this, but I'm leveling with you because that's the kind of agent I am. Oh, I'm so nice. So the guy says, I peeked into the bathroom and sure enough, there was an ample tub, a sink, but I missed the glaring omission. So he says to the agent, no toilet? He said, if I weren't wearing a mask, this would have taken a good time for a spit take. And the agent says, Well, you know, a lot of people actually prefer it this way. It's cleaner. Oh, what are you talking about? agent. He says, I find it hard to believe that there are people who prefer not to have a toilet in their apartment. (laughs) So he says, so what happens when one needs to use the bathroom? He leads me, the agent does, to a single toilet stall in the hallway and tells me that it is shared by others on the same floor. No sink, just a toilet. Now, this is an old building, and apparently communal bathrooms were a thing. Sure, right. Sure. You've been in hotels like that. You've been in apartment buildings like that. It was shared. He passes on the – he calls his friends. They say, you're crazy. You should take the building, take the apartment, just put up with the quirkiness. Weeks go by. The price is reduced to $1,700 a month. He almost pulls the the trigger and says yes, but then a day later – the apartment is snapped up, and someone has rented it for $1,700 a month with no toilet. And that's what it is to rent an apartment in New York City. Aren't you glad you live in Pittsburgh? Falling bridges notwithstanding. Take a quick break. We'll do our weekly The Week in Review. That's next on The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. Crucify him, the crowd yelled at Pilate when he planned to let Jesus go free. This week, the Bible bus arrives at a somber moment in history and a pivotal moment for our faith. Hop aboard as Dr. J. Vernon McGee points out that Pilate had to make a decision, just as everyone today has to make a decision about Jesus Christ. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. 
Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. But right now, MyPillow.com promo code is WORD. And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at Exergen.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, I think it's something about a bridge. Yep, the uh, the failure of the Fern Hollow Bridge and uh, has fallen into the ravine. The good news is uh, looks like uh, no fatalities and minor injuries, whatever that may look like. It's miraculous. Yes. What was a conversation that made you think? This was a conversation that just you and I had. Where I, I, there was a group of women who got together in a football field, and they screamed for twenty minutes. And I've, I've thought about that off and on all week long. They're moms of younger kids, yeah. And with COVID and learning from home and school cancellations, masks and vaccines. masks and vaccines and. COVID tests that they can't get yep. and one of their kids gets it and the other ones all have to say anyway they lost their minds and so they thought the most appropriate thing to do was they're going to gather on a football field and stood and screamed for 20 minutes when it was all over they all congratulated themselves they said that felt pretty good let's do this again soon i mean i that's taking matters it, into your own hand i think it was it is you know it it, it, it is inspirational hilarious i think so but too. i still don't think i would do it all right um, I picked our conversation 510 on Tuesday with Tish Harrison Warren. Oh, yeah. Um, she wrote a piece for the New York Times last week called The Systemic Realities Created by Legal Abortion. I have to tell you that, you know, I, I worked, I've worked in, in the field of, um, of, of abortion care and unexpected pregnancy, um, for a while, but I had never really framed the, issue in the way that she did it i had never really thought about it in that way Mm -hmm. and it was very it really gave me a lot to think about if you missed this um check out our podcast it's uh the tuesday show 510 with tish harrison warren um i thought it was really worthwhile very good what did you eat Uh, my wife's been away all week She's been traveling, uh, visiting family in South Dakota. So you left your own devices. Before she left, though, you know, as she does, she says, here's a list of what's, you know, what's available, <laughs> which is fabulous. So last night, I got home freezing cold. I had uh, defrosted some lamb curry soup, and I made myself a grilled cheese sandwich. I felt pretty darn good about it. Nice. What kind of cheese? Um, I'm, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know. How can you not? 
know. I don't know. It's not top of mind. Well, no, we had some bag of like you know of. Oh, so it's indeterminate cheese. Yes. Oh, so it was, it's not like you forget. It's no, like you're it was not white sure cheese. Exactly. No, it was, oh, it was white, white cheese, cheese, and I was okay. like, eh, oh, it could it be was, mozzarella, could be provolone. I don't know. It was. It was. It was, was it darn Swiss? good. No, it wasn't Swiss. Okay, but it was darn good. So, okay. but the, the highlight was the lamb curry soup. Of course, that she had made. sorry, I've Fabulous. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you? Um, I choose to talk about the Royal Myanmar noodle soup. Oh, it's at the place called the Royal Myanmar, which is in Westview, and their noodle soup is so. It's my husband had COVID, as I've mentioned on the uh, air this yeah, week, yeah. and he was very, very sick, and he didn't really want to eat. The only thing that kind of sounded sounded appetizing was chicken noodle soup. Um, so we went through. All, I had broth that I had put together. We you went through that soup? in a day, but there, and I, and I had nothing, and I couldn't go shopping because I'm quarantined because I think I could have COVID. Yeah, right. Anyway. Royal Myanmar noodle soup in Westview. High, really? high marks. What is the it's deal? It's kind of like, it's Thai-ish. Oh. So um, it, it's similar to that. If you squeezed a lime into the soup, it would taste what? really good. What? You know, what? it's that kind of, really? you know, yeah. Made South me, made me thirsty Asian. Person. Oh, it's very, very, soup. very good. Excellent. So give it a try. What did you watch? Oh, I'm watching, I'm binging by myself. Uh, reservation dogs on hulu and it's the story it's a story of kids who are living on a, on a native american reservation like some teenage kids and it's their life it's really fascinating I, i'm loving it it's like i don't i think i think it's only one season i think there's 10 episodes i might be at number seven reservation dogs on hulu oh, now again okay. do not take what i'm saying is like let's gra- gather the family let's around gather all the little kids together Don't let's do all because because john hall and word fm no, recommended this i'm just i'm saying this is what i'm watching right. the question was asked mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you should watch it and cap appreciated that yeah. uh i have to talk again the same show i talked about last week all creatures great and small mm. listen it's so good if you love animals you need to watch this show like yesterday. Yeah. It is so – it's James Harriet's work. It's such a wonderful version of it. This new production that the BBC has done, it's available on PBS, the, the PBS app. Um, it's not up on Amazon yet, I don't think. But you can watch season one on Amazon streaming free and you should do it tonight because it's so sweet and it's gorgeous. The production values are like off the charts. Yeah. Just – you know, stop whatever you're doing and watch All Creatures Great and Small. What are you reading? I'm reading a short little book that um, has been off and on my bookcase for years. It's called Holiness of Life. And it's written by uh, a saint, St. Bonaventure. It's probably 600 years old or more. And it's just these little nuggets of truth and wisdom around the cross of Jesus Christ. Holiness of life. I've been very busy at home because mm. of some stuff we have going on inside uh, the uh, four walls, and I've barely had a chance to read anything this well, week. I'm sure, yeah. But I will again talk about Gentle and Lowly by Dane Orland, oh, which is the only yeah. book I've been involved in. I think I probably read two pages this week. That's it. You're still reading it. It is such a good book. It'll, at least for me, it's really opened my eyes to some things about Jesus I had never considered Fabulous. before. What hacked you off? That didn't hack me off, but I did roll my eyes. I'm watching the bridge collapse coverage today on on the on the news. There's our lieutenant governor walking around with a pair a, of shorts. A pair of shorts. I really. <laughs> I mean that guy, and people love this guy. I mean seriously, 
you know, all, all the things, the politics, the craziness of it all. I mean, it's a wackadoodle thing. And then a few hours later, there he is, you know, with his dirty hoodie and his shorts, and he's talking to the president. It just goes to show you how decorum has changed in this country. I know. We're just living in that's a exact, different frame. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yep. How about you? What was the Same best thing. news you heard this week? Oh, the best news. Um, the James Webb Telescope which has been in construction and development for decades and cost a ton of money, traveled a million miles to something called L2, which is now in orbit around the sun. And this summer, we'll start to send us back images of the very beginning of God's creation. Isn't that amazing? I don't understand the science. I don't either. I know what it is is fascinating, and I look forward to Absolutely. seeing these Absolutely. And we saw several of those people interviewed on 60 Minutes, yep. and they blew our minds. Yes. It was just Unbelievable. It's so cool what people can do. Amazing. The great minds, you know, on the edge of scientific exploration. Amazing. Well, uh, you know, so many of us have suffered with COVID over the last three years, and some of us have suffered immeasurably and lost loved ones. Um, some of you are probably long-haul COVID survivors who still have mm-hmm. the remnants of the uh, virus and what it's done to your system. Um, the best news for me this week is just how well my husband recovered from it. Now, mm-hmm. this is the second time my husband's had COVID, Crazy. and he had two vaccines and a booster. Come on. So he's like, whatever. And <laughs> so... Did everything right, still got it, and still got incredibly sick from it. And, you know, for all of you caregivers out there, I know you know what I'm saying. When you're seeing someone who you love become that sick that fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's really shocking. It's scary. It's humbling. And, you know, one night uh, I was trying to figure out how I was going to drag, because he couldn't walk any, we didn't even know what was going on, how I was going to drag him out to the car in the brutal weather to take him to the hospital. And where, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot to process when someone you love has this disease. Yeah. And it's become an, the COVID era for us, but it becomes really personal. When sure. it's in your house. Right. And the best news for me is, you know, he has recovered incredibly well. He recovered, recovered so quickly. I mean, from being that sick to being as well as he is now is just shocking. I'm so grateful for it. And I'm grateful for whatever role the vaccine played in that in allowing his body to, you know, respond. to respond to that. And so for all of you that are still fighting it, we're with you. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stack. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. 
Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006 towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99. Now, just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. But right now, MyPillow.com promo code is WORD. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. When cold and flu season has you down, don't play around. Stay on top of your game with Mucinex Fastmax Cold and Flu All-in-One. Delivering unbeatable multi-symptom relief to help you power through your day. Mucinex Fastmax Cold and Flu All-in-One and done. Use as directed. I was at work when it started. Aches, fever, trouble breathing. I was rushed to the ER with a fever of 105. It turned out I had pneumococcal disease. And even when the worst was over, it took more than a month to feel normal again. I'm Dr. Bill Schaffner of the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases. Pneumococcal disease is a serious and deadly infection that can strike quickly and kill someone within just a few days. Ask about vaccination the next time you're at your doctor's office or pharmacy. To learn more, visit adultvaccination.org. 5.50 each Friday. We turn our attention to the local sports teams we love. And because our local football team has uh, exited the playoffs at an early date. Ouch. And through catastrophic means. Mm. Uh, we're turning our attention to what's going on in the NFL. Because it's almost a Super Bowl, for crying out loud. All right. um, and uh, so, Christy, I'd like for you, please, to cue the music. That music is a sign of our commitment and our expertise well even more so because i think it's important uh to come up with something that i don't want to talk about which is the fact that last friday i announced that i had pulled ahead for the very first time in our picks the three of us here at the ride home and um coming back into the studio today for the first time in a week uh dealing with my husband's illness i made a math mistake (laughs) what you made a math and mistake. And I want to say that I didn't have to tell you. I could have just kept it to well, myself, no, but cl- because I am being... so truthful, I have told you that I made a math. You oh, guys, good. I'm not in the lead. Oh, thank goodness. I am not in the lead. Because I was all anxious. I'm not in the lead. Okay, so you want to hear what it is? Yes, please. So before we make our picks today, okay. I have 23 points. Okay. Okay. John, you have 24 and a half. Hey! Christy is still in the stinking lead with 25 and a half. And it's only one point, so relax it. No, this is so exciting for me. She's ahead. She's ahead. I love winning. This is unbelievable. All right, here we go. It's unbelievable this happened. So let's uh, turn our attention. I have two Pens games. There's one tonight, Mm. and there's one on Sunday. Um, So, John, I'm going to start with you. Red Wings uh, at Pens tonight. Uh, Pens four, Red Wings two. Okay. Mm. I say um, that the Pens are going to continue... The little skid that they oh, started. Oh, they lost last, last night. Yeah. They played so I'm poorly. Saying, I'm saying 3-2 wings. Okay. Christy? 5-2 pens. There we okay. go. 
Okay, now Sunday's game, Christy will actually be attending. I will. Oh, okay, so there's extra mojo. She will be a patron. So I feel like that's going to carry some type of magical thing that maybe they haven't had up to this point. Um, So I'm saying 4-1 pens. John. Four one pens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say again, four two pens. Okay. Christy, three two pens. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. Okay. All right. And now we move to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, only two games, both on Sunday. Ah, yeah. Here it uh, the early game. Is it the early game? Yeah. The early game is the Bengals at Chiefs. Yeah. And Christy, I'll go to you first. Um, how do you feel about we? We obviously saw the unbelievable, like best game ever last Sunday. Yeah. That nothing will ever touch it. What do you say about this week? Um, I'm saying 38-28 Chiefs. 38-28. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be high scoring. 38-28 yeah. Chiefs. Very All nice. right. John. Okay, I'll say Chiefs 34-24. Okay, Chiefs 34-24. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think you guys are crazy. I don't think – I think everything's going to fall apart for the Bengals this There's week. There's no – it's going to be – For the Bengals. Yeah, 31-9 Chiefs. 31-9. Okay, yep. I, yeah. I mean, you can see that happening. And then the last game, of course, 49ers-Rams. Yep. Um, uh, Christy, start that one as well. Um, I have 27-20 Rams. Okay. I have Rams 21, um, 49ers 14. Okay. I'm picking the 49ers. What? Wow. Yep. I'm picking the 49ers. Okay. I'm going 21-20. I, um, not because of Garoppolo, but because the rest of the team. So I, I feel good okay. about it. All right. Keep feeling good about it. Yeah, feel good. And, and when you go away over the weekend, think about how honest I was, you guys, right? Thank you. Stay warm, please, everyone. Yeah, stay warm and, and eat care- well. Be careful out of the Live home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.